Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren LaSalle, and I'm a licensed therapist, highly sensitive person, and HSP coach. This bi-weekly podcast covers information and tips relevant to HSPs, as well as interviews with HSPs and their loved ones. My hope for this podcast is to create a feeling of community, be a supportive place for HSPs, and normalize our experiences as highly sensitive people. Thank you so much for joining me, and let's begin. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. I'm Lauren, and what a week it has been. We got about three feet of snow where I live in New Hampshire, and we lost power for a few days, so that was very interesting. <laughs> if you live in this area, I I hope you have power back on and you didn't have trees fall on your house or anything like that because it was wild, the amount of trees and branches that were down and the amount of snow around here. It was just, I've never experienced anything like that before. (laughs) So it's been quite a week. Today, I have a guest and it is Terry Ann Graham. Terry has over 10 years of marketing experience with a special expertise in social media marketing. She has helped many entrepreneurs, especially within the wellness industry, invest in their social marketing strategies. Terry also puts a special emphasis on educating entrepreneurs on the importance of being mindful about social media growth and aligning the process with business goals for growth. You can find Terry practicing yoga, reading wellness books, listening to music, exercising, spending time in nature, eating plant-based foods, traveling, and spending time with loved ones in her spare time. And you can find links to Terry's website and social media in the episode notes if you'd like to connect with her and learn more about what she does. Terry and I talked about several different topics, including what it's like being a highly sensitive entrepreneur how Terry sets up her daily schedule to best support herself, and things she's learned as an HSP entrepreneur. And she shared a few really amazing pieces of advice that not only entrepreneurs will benefit from, but just HSPs in general. And I really enjoyed our conversation, and I hope you do too. And if you do, Terry and I are actually going to be live on Instagram together this coming Thursday, March 23rd at 12 p.m. Eastern time to talk about how being highly sensitive affects our day-to-day lives. So I'm sure this is something that many of you will be able to relate to. Please join us if you can. We would love to have you there, and we will be answering any questions that you might have and would love to have you join in the conversation via chat. If you visit either of our Instagram profiles, which I will put in the episode notes, there's a place on each of our profiles that you can click to get a reminder when we're going live so you don't miss it. And as always, if you have any ideas for episode topics, if you have any questions for me to answer on the podcast, or if you would like to write an email sharing your story for me to read on the podcast, you can email me at lauren at laurenlasallecoaching.com. And you can find out more about my boundary setting coaching programs, as well as resources and links to my social media by visiting my website at laurenlasallecoaching.com. All right, here is my conversation with Terry. So what was your experience like discovering that you're highly sensitive? So uh, my experience, it it was pretty late. I didn't discover that I was highly sensitive until I turned 30 and I'll be 32 this year. So that was a new experience for me because I thought it was just anxiety or 
um, me being like overly sensitive, but I realized there's, there's actually a, a term for it. <laughs> and there's like other people like me out there. So mm-hmm. um, my experience was more like a aha moment. And um, it made me just realize how much I can do to manifest that energy of be, being a highly sensitive person and use it toward my entrepreneurial work and everything that I uh, really want to accomplish in life. And not to really let that set me back from achieving the things I really want and desire. So um, it was more of an aha moment (laughs) for me when I discovered that being highly sensitive is actually a thing. Mm -hmm. And it is a powerful thing to have and experience in life. So, yeah. (laughs) Do you remember how you kind of figured it out because I always find it interesting, like how people kind of just stumble upon it and then they go, oh my gosh, this is me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I was, so how did I, I was really on, so I'll, I'll just go backwards. (laughs) So I relocated to Florida from um, New York and uh, it's been three years in Florida at the moment. And on that journey, um, I was uh, also going through a relationship that was pretty um, rocky. And I decided to just figure out, figure out what's going on with me. Why am I having all of these emotions? Is it normal? Is it, you know, because it can, it, it led to like depression, and it led to me feeling more anxious. And it led to like, all of these feelings that I, I never um, knew how to manage by myself until I had to really be by myself and no friends around that I knew, um, you know, like the comfort of my local environment was gone. So I had to really dig deep and figure out why am I like this? <laughs> because I didn't feel like it was normal. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like most people went into the whole YouTube realm of researching and Google and all of that. And then that's when I discovered, you know, childhood trauma, anxious attachment styles. And then that that drove me into like feminine energy, spirituality things. And then I, you know, my major was in psychology when I was in college. So I was, I'm naturally inclined to be like interested in those things. So the mind and and spirituality and everything like that. So I basically stumbled up on the the highly sensitive term uh, when I was going through that journey and still am. So it just, I just stumbled up on it really. And it made me just realize that, you know, like everything ties together from my anxious attachment style, from being highly sensitive to being like super analytical with how I think and noticing things that people don't really notice in their daily life and piecing things together that in terms of emotionality, um, piecing those things together in, in this world, like what's happening in society and, and wanting peace and all of that. Like, it's just, it just tied in together really well. And it just made me learn more about myself and how I want to express myself in, in the world and to people that I love and to strangers and everything and how to really manage all of the emotions that I feel inside that 
sometimes comes across as me being like reserved or um, nuances that I never really knew how to manage until I really decided to to dive deep and do some shadow work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. I think it's so interesting how so many of us are worried that we're not normal like that word comes up I feel like all the time when people are sharing their experience yeah and just the desire to look deeper into what makes us tick and what we can do to help ourselves it seems like it's such a common thread among HSPs I find that really interesting yeah yeah and you know I have a couple of highly sensitive uh friends as well and we all just gel so well together because I guess we understand it and um, there's no judgment and there's no like you know if you need space and time and and all of that there's no like oh this person isn't hanging out with me because they don't like me they really understand that you know highly sense being highly sensitive and being an introvert on top of that and and having all of these emotions is just a part of the process where you have to take time to kind of recuperate and recharge and come back. (laughs) So it's nice to have highly sensitive friends as well. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So how did you decide to start your business and what do you do? Yeah. So I decided to, okay, let me start from the very beginning. (laughs) So As I said earlier, my major in college was uh, psychology with a a huge focus on marketing because psychology and marketing do go hand in hand. And back then when I was back then wasn't that long, ago, really. (laughs) But when I was in college, it it did make sense to pair marketing and psychology together because I love to um, study people's minds and their behaviors and interactions and all of that. So it just worked out so well. And then after college, I actually landed a really um, nice, secure role as a web marketing specialist. And um, then after that, I decided, you know, I want to become a freelancer and help people in social media marketing and digital marketing and, and that industry. And then after about, I want to say, like four years of off and on freelancing and working for others and becoming director of marketing for um, wellness brands and all of that, I decided that, you know, I want to really walk into my passion and help uh, wellness businesses and entrepreneurs to really spread their message and in this process, help other people who need help with the specific wellness message that is being spread. <laughs> so I really wanted to just just give wellness entrepreneurs a, a way to market themselves. And um, social media was the way that I um, have I have my skill set in that <laughs> in that arena, and I've um, you know mastered it over the years. So I said, you know what, I will use this skill set to help entrepreneurs in the wellness industry and, and, and entrepreneurs in general who really want to help others as well. So that's how I kind of started <laughs> my whole journey. And, and it, 
and, and, you know, it came with a lot of um, self-introspection and realizing that, you know, I can, I can create the life I want and I can also help others kind of do the same as well in, in the process. So mm-hmm. that's, um, that's how it came about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So I'm curious, what has your biggest struggle been as a highly sensitive entrepreneur? I know, loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, there has been um, many struggles, but I think the top two struggles is really, okay, number one is um, not taking everything personally and really understanding that people are their own individuals and people have their own energy and, and life that they're dealing with and mental struggles and past history and all of that, that makes them behave or, or think a certain way. And whenever I, I speak to someone and I feel like their energy or something like that, that doesn't come off as like welcoming or as if I said something wrong. And, and, you know, this is like all me overthinking and overanalyzing and over absorbing other people's energy. And and that has been a, a huge struggle not to do (laughs) Um, because it's so natural for me to do this. And I am still learning that there's a balance, you know, I should have a balance of how much I, I, I take on someone else's um, emotional energy and, and their worries and their struggles. So that has been a, a struggle for me. <laughs> and then the second one is to really have the, the confidence to really, um, and I'm getting better at this, as you can tell, because I'm on this, <laughs> this podcast, <laughs> um, but the, the confidence to really say how I feel, say what I mean and say what I want my desires and, and just say it unapologetically without feeling that someone is judging me or feeling that I'm saying the wrong thing or feeling, you know, like, just being myself and having that confidence. So um, those are the two things that really have, I've really struggled with (laughs) as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, and, And especially in my industry, the social media marketing industry where, you know, you always have to be kind of on and then you have to show people how to do the same thing. So it's like, you have to have energy to really do all of it. And that has been a struggle, <laughs> but I enjoy it. And that's why I am doing it. I keep continuing. So. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing that because those are two things that I've also kind of been working through. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, thank you for, for putting that out there and being so vulnerable because I think it's really helpful for other people to hear. Oh, other people go through this too. It's not just me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's so common for us to take on other people's emotions, like you were saying, and Mm -hmm. to really overthink what they're saying, how they look, everything that's going on in an interaction that we have and, and think, oh, or do they not like me? Am I, do they not like what I'm saying when really maybe they're just spacing out and it has nothing to do with us. Exactly. But I feel like, (laughs) It's hard to kind of get through that sometimes. So I'm really glad you brought that up. <laughs> Do you have any tips for like things that you found that kind of help not take on 
other people's emotions and things? Yeah. So, all right. So I, I have to say that it's, it's a daily effort. It really is. And routine has really helped me um, creating a routine where routine that's, that's flexible. <laughs> um, so for example, I, I, I created a routine where I have to get in movement during the mornings because without movement in the mornings, my like going for, you know, at least a 30 minute walk on the treadmill on an incline or weights or even like yoga in the morning or a walk, something that gets like my endorphins kind of flowing. So I created a routine where I say, okay, I'm going to make sure I get movement in the morning before 9am, before I start my day. And that has created some flexibility, but also some structure at the same time for me, because um, I tend to overthink like what to do next, or should I be doing this? Oh, maybe I should do this first. Or, you know, like that's my, that's my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, I get super anxious. And then after that, I'm like, why am I feeling this way? And then it just goes into a spiral. So I just make sure that I get in movement in the morning. And then after that, I make sure that I have, you know, my tea, like I have specific things that make me feel good in the morning before I start my day to really mentally and emotionally prepare me. Um, And then at nighttime, I have a routine as well. I make sure that I end work no later than 6.30 p.m. or 6 p.m. And then after that, it's all just like cooking and making sure that dinner, dinner is a whole thing for me. Like it's you know, I cook and I feel good doing that and it's nourishing my body and and all of that good stuff. So I make sure that is built into my routine and it's, it's a part of my routine in my life. Um, because if it's not, then, then I just, I don't eat dinner. I don't eat healthy, (laughs) you know? Um, and then after dinner, I make sure that, you know, I, I get in some, I also get in some more movement. I do like, um, restorative yoga, before bed so that I can um, feel good, my body can feel relaxed, my mind and everything. And then um, after that, I, you know, during that whole process, I spend time with um, my partner and everything like that, getting some quality time with friends and whatever it may be. I just make sure that I have those set times during the evening and during the mornings for things that make me feel good. So I have to do that. (laughs) in order to stay emotionally regulated and mentally and and spiritually balanced and when I'm off of that routine oh no (laughs) (laughs) it's not good and I notice the difference and it's just like yeah I need a routine a flexible routine and I I learned that about myself so that's Mm -hmm. what has worked (laughs) so that's awesome (laughs) I also like to have a flexible routine. So I think that's kind of funny. I don't know if that just generally works for HSPs or if it's just us, but I really like, (laughs) I really like that. And I think it's really important like you're doing to make sure you, you identify certain things in your routine that you can put in your routine that make you feel good and to incorporate those every single day, because it really can do a lot to help us and and keep us regulated and, and feeling good and solid. Yes, it does. <laughs> so how do you think being highly sensitive has helped you as an entrepreneur? Ooh, okay. So 
this is where I realized that I do have a lot to bring to the table. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so as an entrepreneur, especially uh, working with wellness entrepreneurs as well in the social media marketing industry, it has helped me a lot to be a highly sensitive person and just overall intuitive and in tune with my emotions because I'm able to really understand what my clients need more like not only on like you know a technical level but on an emotional level like where do you want your branding to go where do you want your strategy to go how do you want your audience to uh feel based on you know copy or or um colors or any type of fonts or anything like that how do you how do you want your brand to um appear to your audience like what do you want them to feel? How do you want them to um, communicate with you? Things like that. I'm able to kind of tap into more of that type of energy to help entrepreneurs build out their social media strategies. And it has really helped a lot because a lot of the times they're like, oh yeah, this is, this is exactly where I want to go. And, you know, like that, that being in tune with that Um, type of emotionality it's just it's really nice because there's not a lot of guessing games you know (laughs) and I'm also able to um, communicate well with them with my clients through email and through zoom calls and through phone calls and it's just the honesty that you know comes out with being highly sensitive is just I think it's rewarding because you're able to create a deeper connection with the people that you work with so um, that's my experience I'm able to just uh, create deeper relationships with my clients and also help them to do that with their audiences as well so it's nice (laughs) oh I love that (laughs) so do you have any advice for HSPs who are thinking about starting their own business Oh, yes. Ooh, you just have to start. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you just have to start. Um, once you start, then you can figure out what you really want to do and where you want to go, the direction. It doesn't have to be perfect because I struggle with that. Like, I struggle with, you know, pl- I have to have everything planned out before I begin but you just have to start. You don't have to have everything planned out. You don't have to feel, you don't have to feel like it's a good time to start. You can just start and then everything will flow. And you have to realize that you'll always have a lot of emotions. You'll always feel discomfort. You'll always have a lot of things going on on the inside that like a lot of people may not understand, but you just have to start and keep going and learn throughout the process about yourself and also um, learn uh, more about other people and how to communicate with other people with all of the emotions that you have going on. (laughs) Like you have to be exposed to the process in order to really grow as a highly sensitive person and being an entrepreneur at the same time, because being an entrepreneur takes a lot of uh, self-introspection. There's a whole nother work that you have to do in order to become a successful entrepreneur within yourself as well. So yeah, I would say mm-hmm. <laughs> for highly sensitive people, you have to start. And once you start, you you have to keep going and learning and be comfortable being uncomfortable because if you're not, then 
um, <laughs> is going to be harder than, than it already is. So yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> oh, that is such amazing advice. I love that so much. Yes. If there's anything <laughs> listeners that you take away from this, it doesn't have yeah. to be perfect. And get comfortable feeling uncomfortable because I feel like those two things are so important because I also struggled with both. And starting this podcast, I really had to work through that. Like if I have an episode, it's not going to be perfect. I can't keep recording it 500 times until it comes out the way I want it to. So you just have to send it out there and just go with it. And probably everybody's going to think it's okay. Exactly. So (laughs) I... Love that so much. <laughs> well, thanks, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I feel like sitting in discomfort is just, as a person, so important to grow because you really can't grow and change without a little discomfort. And yeah, in certain situations, I think it, it tends to come up a little bit more for HSPs. So yeah, just being able to sit in that and just know that it's okay and you're going to get through it and yeah, just, just keep going. (laughs) Exactly. It's, it's a process. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Definitely is. And it's just like, you know, you always think like, are other people going through this too? Like, am I the only one feeling like this? Cause you're like, you know, I, it's hard not to be all about how you feel as a highly sensitive person, but it is how you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and how you feel really affects a lot of your day and your mental state and all of that. So it's a lot about how you feel going through the process for, for me as a highly sensitive person. And um, like there's, you know, there are there are a lot of days where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm so nervous. I don't want to do this. I can't. But then I have to get out of my head and just get into how how my body feels and and realize that you know I have to do this if I if I want to create the life that I really want for myself and my loved ones and everything like that. So yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm I'm guessing having that movement in your routine in the morning really helps kind of pull you out of your head because I used to dance a lot and I need to get back into Mm -hmm. that because it really, it really puts you in the moment when you're doing anything, moving your body. It like puts you in that moment and then everything else that's been like floating around in your brain kind of settles for Mm -hmm. a while. Yeah. Yep. All those feel good hormones just come flowing and it it does really help throughout the day it really does it makes a huge difference I highly recommend movement whatever type of movement that you you like to do dance anything just do it because it really does make a difference even if you don't feel like it just just do it even 10 minutes it works Mm -hmm. it really does so yeah oh my gosh you brought so (laughs) many good points to this episode I'm just so happy right now I'm, I'm so I'm so happy that you you actually you like <laughs> you gave me the opportunity to be here to yeah. say all of that so yeah, of course <laughs> so how can people connect with you oh yeah so uh you can connect with me on instagram at tag social marketing 
Facebook at Tag Social Marketing or LinkedIn at Tag Social Marketing. So those are the three social platforms you can reach me on and I'll, I'm pretty responsive on all three of them. So feel free to reach out there. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for um, being on the podcast. I really appreciate it and, and love, again, love what you brought to this episode. <laughs> thank you, Lauren. Thank you for having me. I really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Highly Sensitive Podcast. You can help support the show by taking a minute to rate and review it, share a favorite episode with a friend, or go to patreon.com slash highly sensitive podcast.